This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Here we go. It's hour four of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a fantastic day as uh, we're joined by a Football Friday guest here, a proper one, Nick Harris, DallasCowboys.com. has been covering the uh, the team and joining us throughout the season, and he joins us now to talk some wild card football. Good afternoon, Nick. How you doing? Doing good. How are you, fellas? We're doing outstanding. Uh, you know, some news here today. Uh, Will McClay staying? What? What? In, in your opinion, from uh, your vantage point, how important is he to the operation of uh, keeping this team in the uh, championship picture? Yeah, it's huge, and I, I think this this obviously bodes well. Uh, for the future, you mentioned championship picture. And I think that's something we've been able to say a little bit more over the course of the last eight or nine years that Will McClay has been in the building than you could have said the previous eight or nine years. And you look at the way he constructs rosters, the, the experience that he has that he brought into the Dallas Cowboys, the relationship he has with the Joneses and how they kind of uh, paid that respect back to him in the form of titles and letting him do things in the scouting department. Uh, it's, it's very clear that there's been a notch up in the scouting area and what he's been able to do as far as as roster building since he's been in Dallas. It's going to keep Dallas in the championship picture for as long as he's here. Man, that sounds outstanding. You know, I I know that uh, this particular draft has not been the best, but the talent base that they have, I I think, you know, this is a a move that can't be understated. Now, on the other hand, as the week has gone on, it does feel like, you know, the the, uh, folks coming for Dan Quinn probably won't be denied this time. Yeah, I mean, you look at the openings, and already early in the week, he was starting to get interview requests. You look at the Los Angeles Chargers and the Washington Commanders were two teams that were trying to get interviews with them. I mean, you even look at the opportunity that the Chargers have, a really young defense uh, with uh, guys that can definitely build into an AFC-type contender, just kind of need the right pieces in the right direction. That's already an intriguing opportunity, but then when you factor in Seattle opening up a place he has a lot of history with, uh, again, with young pieces on both sides of the ball, and that's a team that could contend for an NFC title next year if they wanted to with a couple of more pieces to put in place. It's a really good opportunity when you think about it for Dan Quinn. You would have to think this is probably the last opportunity that the Dallas team will have with him in the building, and, and that's kind of how everybody's treating it. You know, we talked in yeah. the locker room this week, and, and Micah Parsons mentioned, it's like, hey, you know, if this is the last ride, we're going to make it worth it. Uh, you know, Dan Quinn, he's obviously been huge to what we've built here, but, you know, we're going to try to make it make it worthwhile while he is here. So, um, you know, they've survived two hiring cycles. I'd be surprised if they survived the third one. Yeah, Nick, you, you know, you live in that building, though. Has it been a distraction? I mean, are people kind of uh, coming walking up to you and saying, hey, listen, man, this is we hope the best and all that. But has it been a distraction, you think? 
I, I wouldn't say so. You know, I, I really do think the playoff hype around the opportunity that is ahead for this team, it's kind of taking over what any negative – or I wouldn't even call that negative because it would be a really good opportunity for Dan Quinn. But sure. I think it's taking over any other thing that would be in the building. I mean, you're looking at the opportunity ahead, two home playoff games that you're guaranteed, a really good matchup in your eyes with the, with the Green Bay Packers, and you would have to feel good if you're the Dallas Cowboys going into that one. I mean, there's a lot of hype around the building. There's a lot of excitement. There's a lot of uh, a desire to get back to where they were back in 1995, whether that be an NFC Championship game appearance or a Super Bowl appearance. Everybody in the building feels like that's a possibility. So when you know Dan Quinn gets brought up, it's like, you know what? Yeah, but we probably overstayed our welcome with him anyway. You know, we probably got more time than we you know could have asked for anyway. So let's let's make it worthwhile while it's here. What stood out to you about this Packers squad as we get ready for Sunday? If they were going to knock off the Cowboys and, and get an upset, what do you think their path to victory would be? Yeah, you know, it's uh, walking into AT&T Stadium. It's it's not Aaron Rodgers, but it's Aaron Jones. It's another Aaron that I think uh, you would have to be concerned about if you're the Dallas uh, Dallas Cowboys fan nation. I mean, you look at it and you look at what he's put together in the final three games of the season. He's battled a lot of injury as the year has gone on. But in those last three games, 358 yards led the NFL. He's looking healthy. He's feeling healthy. And you have to factor in what he's done against the Cowboys as well, averaging over 120 yards uh, per game in his career against Dallas. I, I think he gets his. I, I really do feel like Aaron Jones will have a big day on Sunday afternoon. But for me, when I look at this and I see what the Dallas offense can do against the Green Bay defense, I don't feel like there's anything that can really stop the Dallas offense on Sunday afternoon. I think it's simply going to be a thing where uh, the Dallas offense controls the game and they operate as the best defense for uh, keeping Aaron Jones off the field. Nick Harris, DallasCowboys.com with us here in the G-Bag Nation. Okay, we've been discussing Dak ha- having his, his best season as a pro. And we're trying to figure out why. What 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 do you feel like is the biggest key to Dak having his best season? I, I'm going to go with the easy answer here, probably the low for hanging fruit, but it's just the connection with Mike McCarthy. I think it is that simple. You know, whenever he took over play calling responsibilities over the off season, he said he wanted to construct this offense around Dak's language. He wanted to make it comfortable for Dak Prescott. And, and yes, those first four or five weeks, you could probably look at it and be like, ah, there's a little bit of friction here. Haven't quite figured things out. I really do think a preseason really could have helped in that manner. But you look at what's happened since the bye week and the numbers that he's put together, the consistency, and I think most importantly, the confidence with him and the rest of the weapons uh, on that Cowboys offense. I, I think it's a perfect recipe for success. And I, I, the connection between Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott has just been really, really special they meet every Thursday night for hours and they say sometimes half the time they're not even talking about football it's just about life you know those two guys have really grown closer to each other this season and I think they've made each other better as the year has gone on they're hitting their stride at the perfect time I think this is the best opportunity that Dak Prescott has had uh, as an NFL quarterback going into the playoffs and we'll certainly see how that comes to fruition how do you think Green Bay is going to approach trying to slow them down and, and and get one of those games that that doesn't look outstanding yeah, it's it's tough. I, I think whenever you look at what the Dallas offense doesn't do necessarily well, you'd have to look at the rush offense. And, you know, you, you probably aren't scared of anything that comes out of the backfield if you're Green Bay looking on tape. You know, Tony Pollard only has one game over 100 yards so far this season. And while Rico Dattle is a physical runner, he's not going to be the guy that blows up the stat sheet either. 
So if you can keep the running game to a minimum, I, I think that forces the passing game into some areas that it might not want to go to, and then maybe that's when you start forcing some turnovers. But I think if you're the Green Bay defense, that is the most important thing, forcing turnovers and getting into, you know, plus t- plus territory to uh, open up for your offensive drive. You know, I was looking at a stat this week. The Cowboys are 8-2 and two when they win the possession battle, time of possession. They're 6-0 and oh when they just possess the ball 35 minutes. So it's 10 minutes more than the opponent. If the Packers can keep the Dallas offense off the field, force them into turnovers, create some short fields, I think that's probably where they find some success. But it, they, they would definitely have to capitalize on some areas. Nick, you mentioned no Aaron Rodgers, and thank God, because I hate that guy. But Jordan Love has been playing some pretty good <laughs> football. What uh, what do you think about Jordan Love and some of the maybe issues he could prevent for the Cowboys' defense? Yeah, man, he's a talented first-year starter. And when you look at him on film, it's almost surprising that he's a first-year guy. You, you can definitely see the development that he's had in the two, three years behind Aaron Rodgers. He definitely has some sort of, like, Rodgers mannerisms. You know, you look at that, whenever he has pressure in his face, he's able to backpedal and just throw off of his back foot. And it's not the fastest ball you'll see in the whole world. There won't be a ton of zip to it, but it just gets right into the receiver's hands. And, I mean, I think the connection that he has as a first-year starter with his receiving core top six receivers for the uh, Green Bay Packers are either rookies or second-year guys. And when you have that type of youth connection between quarterback and receiver, I mean, we've seen it throughout the league's history whenever guys kind of come in together and they form that bond. I mean, we kind of saw it with Dak and Zeke, even though that's slightly different, but you see that as time grows on and he has six of those guys. And I think the connection that he's been able to build with his various receiving core, I think that's obviously helped as well. But, man, he's, he's really talented. He makes good decisions. Uh, you don't really see things out of him that you would out of a first-year starter. And you have to give credit to Matt LaFleur as well. Being able to develop him and get him ready for this stage and put this team in the playoffs. Youngest team in the NFL, and they're in the playoffs. That's pretty, that's pretty uh, fantastic if you ask me. Nick, what's the big difference been between Mike McCarthy this time like last year when it got – getting ready for a Packer game as opposed to this Packer game? Yeah, I couldn't get a straight answer on that this week. I'm glad you brought that up because, again, on Monday – he had kind of said that he regretted his approach going up to Green Bay last year and making it, you know, kind of a big deal. I think this time around, it's just they're trying to treat it as business as usual. And I asked a couple of guys in the locker room yesterday about, uh, you know, what does that look like necessarily? And he, they were like, we can't really tell. You know, it's, it's operating as if every week was the same. And the guys that were there for that Week 10 matchup uh, last year, uh, they kind of mentioned how, you know, he went up there and he saw a lot of people that he didn't get to see whenever he had to leave Green Bay a few years ago. And it just kind of made, you know, it threw emotion into it a little bit. I think that's, there's a human element to that. But I think this time around, he's already had that go, go through. He's able to treat this as business as usual. And it's just another playoff team he has to get through. Nick Harris with us here in the G-Bag Nation. So you'd pump out your article on DallasCowboys.com of the matchups. What are some of the matchups you've got your eye on for Wild Card Sunday? Yeah, so uh, the headliner for me is CeeDee Lamb and Jair Alexander. Now, typically, you know, with a a receiver corner matchup, especially with the way Dallas throws their uh, weapons around, they won't line up on every snap, and they probably won't even line up on half of the snaps. But when they do, I think that's going to be a really important matchup for this game. You know, Jair Alexander, he's battled some injury this year. He had the game late in the season where he was suspended, so kind of a rocky end towards the regular season. But if he's healthy and he's ready to go, he's he's a guy that kind of steps up for those big-type matchups. And when you look at a first-team all pro receiver now in cd lamb uh, he's definitely going to show up for that one last year in that week 10 game a uh, cd had 11 receptions for 150 yards and two touchdowns had one of those on jair alexander i think that's definitely going to be one to look at and then another one i'm really looking forward to 
second-year guy versus second-year guy, Deron Bland and Christian Watson. Watson had his coming-out party last year against Dallas with those three touchdowns. You know, as a guy who comes in with the same draft class, as a guy who does that on the opposing side, you kind of want to get him back next time. I think that's another human element that kind of goes into the game. So, you know, whenever Deron Bland is lined up with Christian Watson, I'll be having my uh, binoculars on that one for sure. Who's the non-C.D. Lamb skill guy for the Cowboy offense that's due for a big one? Uh, it's got to be Tony Pollard, right? I, I think whenever you look at what he's been able to stack over the course of the last three weeks, you know, you can kind of see those running lanes starting to open up a bit. He's starting to get some of those explosive runs. You pair that with the fact that Green Bay has given up the 29th most explosive run plays in the NFL going into this game, meeting 10 yards or more carries. Uh, I think there's an opportunity for Tony Pollard to break through and have a 100-yard type game. I think if he could do that, I think 10 times out of 10, this Dallas Cowboys offense wins. That'd be amazing. We've been waiting for this Tony Pollard moment. Hopefully this week it happens. Nick, what'd you think about the all-pro list and the Cowboys that made it or didn't make it? Yeah, I think most of them. It was obviously Deron Bland, CeeDee Lamb. Those were just Brandon Aubrey as well. Such a cool story in his first year being able to make the all-pro team. But I think the the thing that everybody's looking at is uh, Dak Prescott and Micah Parsons not making first team. I'm okay with Dak not making first team. Lamar Jackson has had a great year. I think getting Dak on that second team is still, uh, you know, paying the respects. But Micah Parsons being on that second team, that's probably the one where I disagree with. I think, you know, in in my eyes, I have to give a shout-out to Isaiah Stanback because I gave him so much help for this early in the year but I think pressures are more important than sacks in some areas and the way he's been able to pressure the quarterback and force offenses out of their rhythm I, I think that causes so much more disruption sometimes than a sack would uh, uh, but when you factor that in I think Micah should have been first team and then another guy I would have liked to see on first team was Tyler Smith you know he's put together such a great year but um, seeing him on second team I, I'm glad he was able to get his due as well how many more years like this does Tyron have in him though That's a great question, man. And, you know, coming into this year and especially how the season started with his injury, you know, it didn't look like he was going to be on the field much at the beginning of the year. And, um, you know, you're looking at it going into the final year of his contract as well and just kind of wondering what's the future for Tyron Smith. Uh, But being able to put together a second-team All-Pro type season, uh, he's only allowed one sack, I believe 17 pressures. Uh, He's he's doing fantastic work. I think going forward, you have to have him on the team and you you have to have somebody uh, waiting waiting behind him in case he can't go for uh, various injury concerns. But, you know, that's why Lyle Collins is in the building now probably. You got the Cowboys winning by double digits? I do. I, I said 38-24 this morning. That's kind of how I feel. Again, I feel like Aaron Jones gets his on the ground, but I feel like this defense will be able to force some turnovers on a young uh, skill, a skill group against the Packers. You know, Jordan Love being a first-year starter, while he has been awesome and has been taking care of the football, sometimes experience wins in these type of playoff environments, especially on the road for the Packers. I just feel like they're going to be able to get to Love both uh, with pressure and then the secondary on the back end before it's over with. I think it's a close game at half and then the Cowboys run away with it in the second half. Okay, other than the Cowboys, what's your lock of the weekend? Oh, lock of the weekend. Man, I would have said Bills and Ste- uh, Bills over the Steelers, but, man, with the way that weather's looking like up in Orchard Park, there's no telling what will happen in that game. Um, goodness. I, uh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and stick with that one. I think the Bills running game has been obviously really – really strong since that Cowboys game you know shout out to James Cook being able to do that against the Cowboys defense you know I think they just get the Steelers this is one of those rare you know occurrences where you maybe wish there was like a college football playoff type committee so you could look at it and be like man we don't need the Steelers in there they got a backup quarterback let's get let's get another team in there to face the Bills but I think Buffalo wins that handily thank you Nick enjoy the game and uh we'll talk to you next week yeah, that sounds great. Y'all be easy. There he goes. Nick Harris, DallasCowboys.com with you here in the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Okay, uh, you know what time it is. Quitting time. 
And it's also a bet payoff Friday here at 877-881-1053. It is time for What You Drinking and And What what You Thinking thinking. here on 105.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of car. Cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, Nation. It is time now for that one segment of the week where you're encouraged to call in while intoxicated or in the process of catching a buzz. That's right. It's time for what you're drinking and what, what you thinking, thinking at 877-881-1053. Uh, your phone calls are welcome. There's only a couple of rules. You got to answer the questions and there's no operating heavy machinery, which does include motor vehicles. Now, uh, the expressway we take you commercial free to the top is brought to you by the on-time experts. And we also have a bet payoff going. Uh, so as these boys uh, sip on some beers... It's the Honest Abe, mm. where uh, you can ask uh, any question of me, and I am obligated uh, to be honest in my answers. And this will be the case for the next 16 minutes before we get to LA Live, which is coming up at 540 here in the G-Bag Nation at 877-881-1053. How much experience do you have with golden showers? Uh, zero. Yeah. No requests? Definitely would No, I don't, I don't think I, anybody's ever requested that or I've been interested in it. You know, that's just uh, not something I would think of. Now, I will uh, I will relieve myself in the shower from time to time. Yeah. You know, swimming pool. Absolutely. Yeah. Swimming pool is a guarantee. Even somebody else's. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Probably more so. Yeah. You know, I, I assume that even the most staunch uh, don't pee in my pool guy. There's pee in there. There's you pee. know, somebody peed in there. Yeah, and if pee. I got to be in somebody's pee, then. You're gonna have to be in mind. And people, the P is the is the headliner, but it's the flatulence that really gets people. Really, you know, from a sickness standpoint, is that right? Yeah, the, the farting, hundred percent. The the, yeah. the, really? the speckles mm. of exactly unfortunateness. Okay, at eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Gavin, do you still miss Jeff? That's Tate from Fort Worth. You guys are gonna have to uh, read these and see which ones okay, you want gotcha. me to answer. Absolutely, I miss Jeff. I, lo- I look forward to seeing him. You know, probably no, in, you, in Oxnard. We're having to tell the truth here, correct? Yeah. Okay. I was just making sure. Yeah, I uh, mean, is this your favorite? Uh, is this the is this your favorite version of the show that you've done for many many years called the G Bag Nation? Um, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. <laughs> just I, lying his balls off, guys. We can't lot. let him get away with this. Come on. I, I mean, that's honest, Abe. Damn that's it. A good question. Even I mean, factoring in the fact that Produs is on the show, Brian's been around for a lot of it. That's a good uh, clarification point. Um, but no, I feel like a lot of good things have happened as a result of you guys coming aboard. Good. Okay. Um, plus, we're getting more out of Lucius than we ever have. Okay, that's huge because um, everybody knows the segments are better. 
the more Lucius you get. Yes, okay? that's true. Even though he's uh, super busy, he's chiming in more than ever and doing his own segment, which is a big win. I like working with Brian. Um, but, you know, uh, actually, question one and question two are kind of related. You know, I love having people that are all in every day. Okay. And I wish everybody that has worked with me in the past that either likes me or doesn't like me the absolute best of luck finding whatever makes them happy. And I hope they find a workplace they can show up to and give 100% effort like you guys do on a daily basis. Because for that. Everybody will be successful if that's the case, Brian. You know that. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And uh, oh, is it my turn to talk? Uh, yeah, what you drinking and what you thinking, brother? I'm, I'm, I got to get the Stella open, okay. I, and I've got I've got to I got to work on that. You need and, a stapler? And, no, I get, it's right here. Gavin has got this thing down. Gavin is yeah, very Gavin impressive. Dawson Dawson has got skills to do this. And uh, as he's as he's opening up my Stella right here, the question I have for Dawson is, uh, how irritating is it to go on our our uh, company dinners when we're on the road? <laughs> is that irritating for you to have to be a part of that? Um, usually not. The irritating parts are the car rides. As I told you, I'm claustrophobic in planes. Sure. You put me, oh, no, we, you put I, me I, as yeah. one of three in the back, and I want to get out and walk 12 miles back to the hotel in 20-degree weather more than I yeah. want to sit in that car for another 30 seconds. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm panicking in the back seat. So it's not the dinner. It's the actual just getting to where we're going, right? Yeah, yeah. Once we're at the dinner, it's great. You know, I, I've, I've enjoyed myself at all of our family dinners. Okay, how about this? If we had to room together <laughs> on the road, Super Bowl coming up, let's say it's the Super Bowl, who is the one fan host you don't want to room with? Oh, wow. Uh, I'm probably going to say Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like I've he's done loud. that. I've done that. It's, Bobby's it's, loud. It's the hours and it's, it's the talking. I think that's a good yeah. answer. You know, um, and it's it's the possible alcohol consumption, to be honest with you. Bobby's, you know, Bobby's, he's going to go big at least one day. He's messy. Is he messy? He's really messy. Yeah. That's what he is. And you have to deal with that. Him, Kavanaugh were two of the messiest. The guy you really don't want to room. And I'm room with Choppy, too. Choppy's oh, kind have. of, yeah, Choppy's an interesting guy just because he, he's, <laughs> well, we know that. usually you're going to work when he's coming in. That kind of thing. So oh, you so really you never, never see each other. You never really see each other. Okay, let's go across the room here and then into the pimp cup before too long. Woolchuck, what you drinking? What you thinking, bro? Oh, uh, sipping on the Stella, which is absolutely delicious, and uh, I'm I'm really pumped. I mean, I, I can't help myself when we get closer to Cowboys playoffs. When in August we talk about nothing matters until the postseason, right? Right. Now it's here. Now it's time to go take care of business. You want to go ahead and make a legacy for yourself, Dak Prescott? You want to change the narrative, Mike McCarthy? Now's the time. All right, let's go beat the Packers. Let's make a serious run on this thing. All right, let's do this. Man, I'd like to get Woolchuck a. Uh, uh, Get him in front of the team, man. <laughs> Get him in front of the 53 before kickoff. Okay, it's playmaker one seed. I'm ready. But you are the obvious understudy. I am very in my hungry opinion. for this. Move over, Brock Hoffman. Yeah. Make a place for the bully. I'm drinking the Stella courtesy of Broadus. Thank you very much. And I'm wondering, is there a temperature where shrinker uh, shrinkage sets in forever? Because I got in a 45-degree pool <laughs> yesterday, and I have not bounced back. <laughs> And I just didn't know what is the threshold for never coming back. Trust me, I've asked that question my entire life. <laughs> just let me know, scientists out there, biologists. What 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 caused you to get in a forty five degree pool yesterday? I did. Uh, I was doing five minutes of cold plunging, um, for really no good reason other than just to do it. I think you might have found it, brother. And uh, <laughs> I don't think you're coming back. <laughs> 
I'm Gosh, wondering what is the threshold for the point of no return. You're going to be coming out of the shower with a towel on all weekend. <laughs> yeah. You picked a hell of a season to do that in, bro. It's cold as hell outside. Yeah, wow. it was bad. Yeah. I mean, you know, everybody will be able to get a, a cold plunge on, uh, on, I believe, on Sunday afternoon, man. It is coming in. Enjoy is that that high, end, that high end uh, gym you hang out at? now is that what you did this i'm sorry say that again the high-end gym no this is just in my parents pool oh it was just it was cold enough to, to lose a bet no no this is not a bet loss situation i hear wow. there's good benefits to do the cold plunge <laughs> so yeah i thought yeah 682 says gavin just the answer is you're wasting time with all the gibberish that's my bad uh but so i'm a gibberish fool <laughs> i'm talking my way through these you know these yeah. are some questions that i haven't thought about yeah. so you kind of gotta you know noodle with it a little bit at least i do lucius drinking thinking uh, yeah, I've had uh, a whole lot of water today. Mm. I'm oh, at boy. the uh, 6 o'clock point on my big old situation right here, so I'm up ahead of the game. There you go. And I'm tripping because the liquor stores here in Dallas-Fort Worth, you can buy 2 milligrams of THC and 4 milligrams of CBD a drink. Combination situation. I didn't know they sold THC like that. Is that wow. actual THC? Yeah, man. It says THC on there, bro. Hmm. Where are you? THC plus. That's at the liquor store? I got this at the liquor store. Oh. I think one just got slid underneath the noses of the so. lawmakers here in Texas. And the next thing you know, like, weed's basically legal. <laughs> Come on now. even being legalized. Come on now. They're just like, not a bad thing. don't yeah. worry about it, guys. It's don't not worry. that big of a yeah. deal. We're don't finally worry. being grown-ups about weed. Yeah. And the DEA put their rescheduling situation, their information out there, cool. their recommendations, okay. in a sense. Uh, so we might see marijuana at Schedule 3 instead of 1. Okay. Coming soon. Progress. Coming soon. Okay, uh, I'm a, I'm drinking a 20 ounce diet coke. I've only only made it through one today. Had a lot of anxious energy for this segment. Were you nervous? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and um, good questions here. And uh, looking forward to these questions. But uh, I'm thinking in two weeks, I can see a path to believing in this Cowboys team. They have a Ranger swagger and confidence about oh, them right now. Let me just say me. that. Don't tease me. Mm. Looks like uh, we got I our swagger back. Can mm. carry you. You have great leadership. Mm. Okay, at eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Line one is Kenny. You're in the nation. What you drinking and what you thinking, Kenny? What up? What up? Fresh strawberry frozen margarita with two shots of that good old rock and roll tequila. Want to give a shout out to Mama Papa Bear Bros. Happy Appreciate New Year. It. Thank you. To you as well. Shout out to Philip in Quinlan. He's a Tolo I met at the flea market last weekend. Keep oh. rocking and rolling. Yeah. Shout out to Richard and the girls at Shields Awards in Euless. Where we're getting the new placard put on the our family fantasy football trophy. Oh. And shout out to the hockey playing grandsons, Landon, which is playing in a tournament in Cleveland, and Maxon, uh, Maxon who's playing a tournament in Minnesota. Hmm. And what am I thinking? This week I ran across a deal about McDonald's. McDonald's has 40,000 restaurants nationwide, Starbucks has 37,000. McDonald's is planning to open up 10,000 more restaurants this year, making them the largest restaurant chain in the world. They're also opening up a new food experience called Cosmo, Cosmax, yep. specializing in coffee, McFlurries, and breakfast sandwiches, oh. and also planning to open 10 locations for experiment this year. And, you know, last, last week I was talking about I was ugly as a kid. Hmm. But when I was a kid, my parents took me to a dog show. And guess what? I won first prize. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Kenny. Well done, Kenny. Well done. <laughs> All right. Is your body count higher or lower than Wolchuk's? 
He said. I don't know. He doesn't know what his is. He said twenty, but I I said around twenty. Give or take. Safe. Uh, maybe fifty. Chicks only. Remember, lower. (laughs) He just said fifty. I, it's Ooh, not 50. It's between, not 50. Between 20 and 50. Yeah. yeah so that's I'm a good old. answer. So we're, we're about there. Uh, okay. Ooh. Have you ever been to jail? No. No. Did a tour in, uh, in my sophomore year of high school at a, at a, at a jail. Scared me straight. I'll tell you that much. Okay. It wasn't an official scared straight program. I just had to look at the walls. I was dunsky. Yeah, I don't blame you. Tyler. <laughs> I, did, I did commit a felony the next year, but I wasn't. I wasn't. You uh, what, well, what was through a deferred yeah. adjudication. Okay. Can you, can you no, it was a misdemeanor. Can you tell us the felony? It was. Just, it was. Uh, we were. We were um, into like malicious mischief. Some Mark Wahlberg stuff. Yeah. Damn man, malicious mischief. <laughs> just when you think you know somebody. That's a good way to put it. From a rocks and Asian dudes. <laughs> it was totally unnecessary. Yeah, nobody was hurt, uh, but property was damaged. Tyler and, P. And their wants... video camera worked. Uh, well, okay, as long yeah. as it still worked afterwards. Yeah. You're good. Tyler P. wants to know if you had to replace uh, Eric and myself with two people from other shows, who would you who would you choose? Um, uh, probably Reg and RJ. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, who would you nation. want? Who would you want as a backup in a fight, Sean or Bobby? <laughs> uh, wow. I'm going to go with Bobby. Probably 10 years younger, uh, 20 pounds heavier, a little taller. Yeah. And he's got a more of a power base. Bobby probably wasn't like a bad high school defensive lineman. Or no, he was homeschooled. He yeah. would have been an okay, like, somewhat football player if he was like 3A or lower. I think Sean would fight you dirty. I think so, too. Yeah. I think Sean's kind of a... Both can be angry. Yeah. I mean, we know the Barrett, Papacito yeah. story with Bobby. Yeah. yeah. Okay, line two is Rodeo. Ron, you're in the G-Bag Nation. Ron, what you drinking? What you thinking? We're drinking that Jim Bean with a little splash of Dr. Pepper. There we go. I got two things that I'm thinking. The first one, Dawson. Yeah. Who's going to have more kids? Walt Tuck or Tiafalo? <laughs> uh, I, I think Chief. Yeah. I mean, I, I hung him up, though. Stopping now, at three. Day, Lucius asked a question about what's expensive. Let me tell you what's expensive, and it's not worth it at all. And that's all those Green Bay Packer fans coming to the big deal Sunday because you're going to go home on a sour note because Green Bay is going to lose. That's now, right. the Green Bay players, it may be worth it for you to go ahead and pack your bags and buy two tickets to Paradise because your offseason is going to start on Sunday. And if you're not down with the G-Bag Nation, and 105 Street of Fans with Rodeo Ron, Dragon GMB, where, where the F you at? Yeah. Thank you, Ron. Where the F you at? Yeah. Opens a line at 877-881-1053. He stumbled on the dismount, yeah, he, but still managed to, to I stick I like it. how you kind of cheer him through, Dawson. I know yeah. you kind of got that. You're trying to help him balance a little bit there. I like that. Yeah. You know, you need a boost of confidence yeah. in moments like yeah, that. absolutely. Yeah. X-Man's on line three. You're in the nation. What you drinking? What you thinking, X? I'm drinking some uh, Don Julio tonight. Yeah. I got my car meters. And what I'm thinking is, hey, Rodeo Ron, I love listening to him when he called in. He wanted to be one of the hypest Tolos ever. Mm-hmm. But um, what I'm really thinking, though, is what is it going to take for Dak to finally get his credit, man? And just everybody giving Lamar Jackson the MVP. Dak has better passing yardage, better touchdown interception ratio. Better quarterback completion percentage, better quarterback rating. I mean, what else does a man got to do? I mean, pretty much Lamar Jackson's just a fancy running back. They can throw a little bit, right? What you think, Brian? I'll tell you what, man. I mean, I think there's a lot of people out there initially that weren't Dak Prescott fans. I mean, I think he's 
I think he's turned a lot of the national media around. You know, there's there's guys and gals out there that have kind of had to crawfish back on some things that you know. And Dak said he wasn't going to throw interceptions. He hasn't. Uh, they found a way to, to the, the play callers found a way to get him, you know, get him going in games. The, 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 the receivers one of the top three in the in the league. I think you got to give him and the, all those guys a lot of credit because yeah. it, it, it was very going into it. There was a lot of questions about him, a yeah. lot of questions, and he he basically shut us all up. He really, really did. We talk about this on the post game show every week, and in the answer is a Super Bowl. He wins a Super Bowl, and then you shut everybody up, and then. What are you going to say? You can't move the goalpost anymore. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yeah, Lamar still has doubters and haters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like he, he's he got plenty of his, too. So, yes, winning the MVP, I, I think, you know, getting to 14 wins, having the number one overall seed is huge for the MVP. So I don't think you can overlook that either. Dawson, what's the one meal that I've made for you on a Friday that you absolutely hate? Ooh, it's a good question. Um, that you like, when I gave it to you, you're like, I ain't eating this, bro, and I'm not going to be nice about it. I don't think there's been anything that I've hated. There was one where I was like, this isn't delicious, but I still ate it. Yeah. And I forget it wasn't which, the which one that was. Sub, no, right? the meatball sub's my favorite. You know that. Right. There was one a couple of times ago, maybe two or three times ago. Was it the was it the gumbo? Nope. Loved the gumbo. Gumbo might be my second favorite. Okay. So you, um, I thought there might be something. I was, you were just being nice. That's what I thought. No. At one time, you are like, because I. Oh, you know what? The panini bread was soggy. Oh, there you go. Yeah, uh, soggy bottom. And, right. and the bread's very important for me, yep, but it had been that, sitting. It had been sitting some Tupperware. That's right. Yeah. You're right. Yep. Maybe right. needed to be wrapped in butcher paper yep. or something. I don't know. Yep. I don't know how you prevent that. Yeah. Uh, line four is Jim. What you drinking and what you thinking? Hello, guys. First time caller, long time tolo. Thanks, Jim. Anyway, I'm on my way home. I'm actually going to drink a really nice mudslide when I get home, but right now it's a Fanta Orange. Oh. But anyway, I'm excited about being at the Cowboy game on Sunday with my son. Just came back from the Navy. He was in eight years. He's out. And he and I are going together for the first time. Congrats. And I'm looking forward to a, a great victory for the Cowboys beating up on those Packers. And hopefully Jerry has finally broke the curse by putting Jimmy in the ring of honor. No, that would, that would make sense to me. Yeah. Jim, I hope so. Love it. Opens a line at 877-881-1053. It's a what you're drinking, what you're thinking, bet payoff Friday. Let me answer this one out of the 214. Why did Gavin stop drinking? And it's been eight and a half years now, right? And I've never talked about it on air. I've always just said, well, you know, health, you know, you got to do it at some point. Why you stop poisoning yourself, man? (laughs) What's going on, dude? I mean, the poisoning (laughs) is exactly it. So a, a, a while before I ultimately stopped drinking, I woke up one day and... I, my feet were tingly. Oh. And I was like, crap, this isn't good. Um, so I drank less for a while. And then I went back to heavy drinking, and my feet would be tingly when I would really do it big. And I was like, well, I guess I can't do it big that often. But, you know, of course, I'd still do it big like once or twice a week. And I just kind of got in the mode of ignoring it, right? But then I was like, okay, this is getting worse. And so I Googled it. And they were like, yeah, you've been a heavy drinker for about 15 years. And this is the beginning of alcoholic neuropathy. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, when I say I had to quit, it yeah. was it. You know, yeah. it's like you can keep drinking and end up in a wheelchair, oh. c- cutting your dang feet off, you know, little by little. Or you could just stop drinking now. And I was like, man, it makes a lot of sense. So it was. It actually happened in the blink of an eye. I told my parents about my symptoms and I was like, and I think I'm going to quit drinking. And then mm-hmm. I did. We were there at, at Fuzzy Tacos off Buckner in uh 
Casa Linda. You finished up with fuzzies, though? You finished up with a few shots or something like <laughs> I that? I didn't. I didn't. They hey. had beers. I didn't for the first time in my life. <laughs> was wow. it weird? It was the first time. Was it tough at first? I, I No. No. It, it has never been tough. Because when you're hit with a medical uh, yeah. situation yeah. Oh, like yeah. that, no, it's like, yeah. it sets yeah, in. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, no yeah. question. Had a good run. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not good for you, man. It's like Stop. the people that have the holes in their throat, but they still yeah. smoking. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, you just yeah, don't get it, do you? Yeah. Stop drinking or you'll die. Line five is is Tim. You're in the G-Bag Nation. What you drinking and what you thinking, Tim? Out, hey, uh, long time listener, first time caller. Love listening to you guys oh. every evening on my way home. Salute. Thanks, Tim. Hey, uh, just wanted to call and say that I'm drinking a, re- a water watermelon Red Bull. Okay. And uh, what I'm thinking is this is the, I think, since 95, the best chance that Dallas has to win the Super Bowl. Hmm. They just have, there's, there seems to be something different about them going into uh this postseason, the way that CD's playing, the way that Dak is playing, and I think they have the right mix to get it done this year, and I don't care who it is in the NFC Championship game, if it's the the red jerseys or whatever color it is, I think Dallas gets it done this year. So, as Jimmy Johnson said when he went into the ring of honor, how about them Cowboys? Thank you guys, and uh, have a great night. Salute, Tim. Thanks. I know a lot of people are feeling similar vibes right now. This is, this is a different feeling, and maybe it's because we're coming off the Rangers. I think it's because we have so many guys in their prime, yeah, you know, like the right blend of experience and, and youth and badassness. Line seven. Hey, missed. Dawson, yeah. did you ever get that liver quiver? The next day, he was just, just shaking. Like, why is my liver just shaking? No. You never got that? No, but I'll tell you what. I should have known early because I would very, even like 19 years old, I would get leg aches like really bad the next day. And that should have been a tip off. To like, you. Maybe, yeah. circulation? maybe you shouldn't do this for the next. I don't think it was circulation related then, but maybe it was. Yeah, uh, I don't know. You're all blocked up. <laughs> uh, but uh, line seven is Mr. Nasty. What you drinking and what you thinking, Nasty? I'm taking a couple of si- sips of Sprite Zero and I got the Don Julio mixed in there. Mm. Okay. <laughs> right my um, my show credibility for the week is on uh, June 26th of 2023. We had uh, Eric say that if the Grady Dick jersey wasn't top 10 in sales, that he would have a bet payoff. So looking forward to that. That'd be my show credibility. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dang, you nasty. Wow. My... Uh, my um, I actually have two questions. My first question is for Gavin, yeah, and that is uh, I was premature and the oh. Dwight Powell 2.0 um, Derek Lively comparison. Okay. But is it a little premature to give him the uh, 2.0 street clothes nicknames? Because every time I look up on the belly total, he is in street clothes, and that's awful. I you know yeah, that's I, right there. With I mean, Owen the only good and, thing is so far there's there hasn't been a big one. They're just nagging. Hopefully he can work through that. With AD, right? He doesn't ask to be injured. He's just always injured. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thanks, uh, my second question is for Lucius. Uh, with all this show beef going on with the payload and the FM, AM on the FM, how does it be? How does it feel to just be sitting on top, watching it all? <laughs> no. Yeah, King in the castle. King in the castle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious, bro. <laughs> Uh, no response. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great weekend, Mr. Nasty. And there it is. In addition to what you're drinking and what you're thinking here on 105 Through the Fan. Any other questions? Yes. Before we get to, okay. I thought I was getting off easy. We're going to go to Jim. Big Jim.
What are we doing here, Lucius? Oh, yeah, go to Big Jim. Okay. Jimmy, best voice in radio right here. Line eight's Big Jim. What you drinking? What you thinking, Jim? Well, I hate to be the feller between uh, drinking and thinking in L.A. Live, but because uh, you know I love Lucius. Drinking, drinking some uh, bourbon tonight, as mm. usual. Of course you uh, are. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. You know? How else are you going to hide Out of the damn bottle. Well, Chuck, I listened to your year on the stage segment. Listen, I hope they weren't running the tape on that because that little girl here is going to use that against you someday. Yeah, yep, she was listening. Uh, oh, we're good. Yeah, that's, thank God. That's good stuff. <laughs> uh, right, one thing I do want to say, I guess I'll pull it back a little bit on football. Yeah, I was talking about earlier. You know what? What are what are the players we're going to be talking about defensively? And I feel so bad. Walter and Brodus, I didn't bring him up because he had a good game last week. Yeah. and that's Damone Clark. Mm-hmm. And he did. You're I right. Feel like he had a good game and knew where he was going. He wasn't running around like a chicken with his head cut off. Yes, sir. So I hope if that fella can have a good game, we should be sitting pretty. <laughs> And I hope so. We, of course, we all are in the tank. Uh, we're in the tank fan club. We love him. Yeah. And then the last thing is, I got to tell you yesterday. I think Lucius. Another reason I told him this when I called in, Lucius got the best taste in uh, HBO TV because man, he and I shared a love for Larry David. That that fella is as funny as can be. And yeah. I tell you that Kirby enthusiasm is so much better than Seinfeld. And I know <laughs> yes. There's probably people that think I'm crazy, but it is. It doesn't even compare. Listen, love you boys. Thank you for the joy this week. And uh, Wild Chicken brought us. I'll talk to you Sunday night. Go Cowboys. Look forward Go to Cowboys. it, man. Thank you. Thanks, Jim. Thank Big you. Jim's one of my favorite callers. He's oh, awesome. He is he's, awesome. He's catapulted near yeah. the top of my rankings. He's great. Yeah. He's just as good in the postgame he is. show, too. Look forward to talking to him every Same week. calmness, win or lose. Same guy. Even keeled. Very Great even pipes. Keeled. Yep. Yep. And without further ado, we go into the Pimp Cup, where Lucius Alexander is standing by with L.A. Live. For G-Bag of the Year. Steve in Weatherford has been waiting patiently. Steve, thanks for your patience. Uh, you're with us here on Rangers Extra Innings. Yeah, I didn't know when you were going to stop talking there. I've only been waiting about 15 minutes. I just wanted to know about the uh, catcher's interference call. If you could help me understand that ruling there that happened during the game, that would be brilliant. Thank you, Jared. Yeah, uh, sorry that uh, trying to give throw answers. My apologies uh, to the other callers who are also in line. Uh, I can give one-word answers if needed, if that's something that people want to do. Uh Let's go out to Joe and Flower Mound. Joe, appreciate your patience here uh, on Rangers Extra Innings. Yeah, I kind of agree with Steve and from Weatherford. You take way too long to answer these questions. Can you explain the catcher's interference thing to us out here today? Please, I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. Okay, so we got a bit. Uh, I appreciate that. That's good, though. I like the bit. Okay, so we've got a bit. Yes, Brian, yeah, we did it. That was last year's winner of G-Bag of the year. On the 405 in Woo! California. <laughs> this is L.A. Live for Friday, January 12th, 2024. It's a Friday. Yes, it is, people. We made it. Avoid the law dogs. You know, all that yeah. good stuff. Because you won't see the judge until Tuesdays. Until Tuesdays. Now, let's get right into the G-Bag of the Year nominees. We're not playing the G-Bag of the Day today. Because we have so much audio here to get to and not a lot of time. Uh, let's see what we got. All right. So, do you guys remember the Mississippi Valley students broadcasters? Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Wow. Yes. Yes. Think about yes. them daily. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They were on fire, and they were litty litty. Oh, they ain't gonna call a foul. They ain't gonna call a foul. Oh! They ain't gonna call a 
a foul. Terry Curry. Terry Curry. He's having the business. And the RW has a complex. He's single-handedly. Terry Curry. He's single-handedly. He got the Delta Devils. In his back, 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 he got another devil in his back, back. It's hot in here. It's hot in here. We live. We live. Hey. Hey. Terry, keep on hitting no threes and they fans. Hey. Hey. He's just black as I. He's just black as I. He's just black as I. Hey. Hey. He's a black design. Hey. He's a black design. I bet. He's a black design. What are you? Yeah, we in here. We, we live. live. We in here. We live. We in here. We live. Yeah. Yeah, we in here. We live. Terry Collins. Terry Curry. Terry Curry. <laughs> Terry Collins. Terry <laughs> Curry. Terry Curry. Oh, Curry. Best. For three. For three. <laughs> So I will awesome. walk around to this day randomly just being like, we in here. We, <laughs> we lit. <laughs> we in here. We lit. People are like, what the hell are you doing? Oh, that's so great. What the hell are you doing is right, Woolchuck, yes. because you're next oh, on the correct. list. What do I do? You had an unfocused uh, question during Texas Rangers GM Chris Young's interview. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A little unfocused there, buddy. Here we go. Team's still not healthy. We saw Josh Young earlier on MLB Network, and then there's Avaldi. What, what kind of updates do you have, and, and what kind of an impact could those guys have when they return? Well, obviously a huge impact. I mean, those are two critical uh, pieces to our team. Um, you know, we lost time for a period of time there, and then Josh shortly thereafter, and Nate as well. And so those are, um, you know, three big pieces to our group. That said, I believe we have the depth to sustain or withstand injuries like that and sustain our performance. And uh, we're excited to get both those guys back. Um, Josh uh, is probably a little further behind, uh, simply just based on the timeline with the surgery. I think we're looking at really the last, um, you know, 10 days, maybe week of the season. And Nate is uh, making progress. We thought we were pretty close with Nate. He had a little bit of a side tightness <laughs> after his last live batting practice. And, um, you know, but that's calmed down in the last day or two. So we're going to continue to uh, build him up and hopefully he'll be back uh, you know here at the beginning of September or shortly thereafter and um, those will be two huge additions for us hopefully at a time where we need them most and uh, help propel us uh, for a strong finish what an answer. what's the latest with uh, another potential addition in Nathan Avaldi jeez um, oh, well, well that, was that was the uh, update on Avaldi is that he's yeah. um, you know, he had a little side tightness and he's coming back <laughs> and hopefully be back uh, here early in September that's on me. That's on me, C.Y. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not my finest moment. I'm surprised Jeez. it doesn't happen more. Yeah. <laughs> what me an too. answer to get that question. Oh, huh? That was good. Jeez, Love man. Love C.Y. <laughs> All right, up next, G-Bag of the Year uh, for 2023 right here. We're getting it in on a Friday. Y'all be safe out there. Yeah. want to see you on Tuesdays. Yes, please. All right. You don't get locked up. You know the weekend warning and everything. You should know it by now. Let's go to these storm chasers. They got trapped in a twister uh, and found God. That's yeah. it right there. Right there. That's it. Woo! What's going on, bud? Be cognizant. It's coming towards us. Be cognizant. Yeah, we gotta go. <laughs> Keep going down this road. Go, go. <laughs> <laughs> a mile away. It's growing a little bit wider. Go, 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 go. <laughs> All right? Yep. Oh, my gosh. Oh! <laughs> Lord Jesus, please protect us in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I don't like that either. Tornado's right next to us, right here. There's... No. Holy shoot. Dear Lord, please. Please! Oh my god.
He's got a congregation in Kansas now. Yeah. He's found God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Be cognizant, Jesus is Lord. Be cognizant. <laughs> I'm sweating when I listen to that. Cognizant. Uh, all right, this one right here is the wildest thing I ever played on the radio. I'm not lying. Uh, this is the front man for a band called Red Scare. Yes. Yes. Right. yes. This yes. is a speech about the job he had before he became a rock and roll star. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he worked with horses, people. See if you can keep up. My God. When I was 15 years old, <laughs> I started my first job. Like many of you probably did, too. Except I was a little more up. I worked in something called a horse insemination plant. Every God day, I would get up in the morning and go to this barn, and I'd have to walk down a line with a horse on either goddamn side. These horses would follow you, and I had to grasp in each hand a throbbing horse in each hand, and rub it until completion, and collect it in a jar. Why? This who owned this place was selling this no. for a million dollars a oh, gallon, man. and I was getting paid four dollars a goddamn hour. Mm. There are three mother people in this goddamn world. Three! There's the man who owns the horse and gets the money. There's the man who has the money and gets the horse. And there's us, me, you, you, you. We f off the f***ing horses and we get nothing. <laughs> he said it was throbbing, bro. Why you say that? Why, man? Why do you have to do it by hand? They couldn't give him like a tool yeah, or something, they've, they've bro? Got, they've got a so a tool, man. <laughs> it's not a pump for this. You want it done right, you do yeah, it yourself. <laughs> He's exaggerating on one in each hand, by the way. That's clearly a two-handed job. Oh, it's a two-handed job it's for sure. Be, dog. It's got to be. Both hands. For time purposes. No gloves. <laughs> Take forever. <laughs> Guy must have shredded shoulders. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Wow. Uh, let's go to Rowdy C, the number one oh, Texas Rowdy. Rangers fan. Here we go. Because the Texas Rangers had one hell of a year, people. They sure did. Rowdy. All of our dreams came true. And, yes, it is reality. Let's go to Peyton out there, Globe Life Field, talking to Rowdy C. Can you sing it all? What's your best Bon Jovi song? Can you sing some Creed for us? Well, I mean, I, I, well, I don't know well. where I can sing any Creed songs, but I'll probably try to throw in maybe some Bon Jovi, go back and throw some uh, Tim McGraw as well, or uh, uh, from the olden days and stuff. I, I, I know. Can you do it right now? Could you try <laughs> right now? Or? Well, I'll give, I'll give you us. what my theme song might pretty much be. <laughs> One thing I hang on to, yeah. it gets me through the night. I'm gonna do what I don't want to. I'm gonna live, live my, my life, life shining like a diamond, yeah. rolling with the dice. Yeah. Standing on my ledge, I'll show the wind how to fly. When the world gets in my face, I say, mm -hmm. Have, Have a nice day. day. Hey. 
Talented man. man. Gosh, what a legend. Play-by-play man, writer, artist, champion. Haberdasher. Champion. Yes. Just sex pistol. Got to buy a new uniform, too, right? Because he says he's going to buy a new one. Because he champion. sold his last one because they won the championship. <laughs> yeah. Him and the rock and roll guy it's got together. at Globe Life Field. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of the Rangers winning and everything, Eric Nadell, yeah. Hall of Famer on the final call. Two balls, two strikes. Spores kicks and fires. He struck him out looking. It's over. It's over. The Rangers have won the World Series. Ranger fans, you're not dreaming. The Rangers are the World Series champions. After 52 years in Texas, 63 years of the franchise, the wait is over, and the celebration has begun. Iconic. Not dreaming, man. Never forget. I'll never forget it. Yeah. Greatest play-by-play cut in DFW sports history. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I'll never forget it. Let's see. We only got one, two, three more. Three more here. Let's get through them. Let's get through them. Let's get through them. them. Uh, Jared Sandler. (laughs) This is after the Rangers won. Jared was in his fields. It's been a long season. You know, he had to travel. It's just a lot of things you have to do uh, to be a part of that crew. And Mike Bassett just didn't care. He was, like, digging through something. What was he eating? Popcorn. 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 Eric has been a part of this organization for 45 years. Yep. This man is crying. He is and crying. he has experienced way more losing than winning. And let's let's be honest here. Eric's not <laughs> 35 years old. He's and old. I don't know that I communicated this with him a ton, maybe once or twice. I know that he thought it. I know Matt thought it. And I know I thought it. It killed me. <laughs> it killed me to think that Eric would never have this moment. <laughs> still didn't have that moment. Still, <laughs> still didn't have the moment. Literally in his bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally. Uh, Stuff your face. Let's see. Manitoba up there in Canada. Oh, man. Junior Hockey League announcer. Yep. One of the funniest sports calls I've ever heard in my entire life. Joey Bielikazzi turns back. Looks like they're doing a little reverse. You might see in football. And here comes Bazin. He's got some speed. Oh. With the D. Oh, Oh, what are you going to do? He's shooting the room, Daddy! Oh, look at that! Look at this, look at that! Oh, my God, that's still good. It's still good. It's still good. Oh, it never gets old. It's Fantastic. still good. We got time to do one more, right? You got it. Because we are okay. so past where we need to be. Uh, yeah, last one right here. The Italian family showing off their Thanksgiving oh, yes. spread. Yes. We got the meat bowls and yeah. we got the... Blah, 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 blah. We got the big plate already. We got... Fresh mozzarella, mozzarella with prosciutto. prosciutto. We have prosciutto bread, of course. Of course, the sausage. Doin salata. We have, of course, lasagna. Take it over, Beef Dominic. Heck. Let's go. Stuffed turkey. We have mm. buffalo chicken wings. We got spirits. We got cornbread. We got roast beef. We have shrimp, breaded shrimps, regular shrimps, cauliflower, stuffed stuffing, uh, asparagus with bacon. Macaroni and cheese, chicken cordon bleu, stuffed mushrooms. Get the f- out of the way. This is Chinese rice from my sister over here. And then we got candy yams over here. We got potatoes, cauliflower. We got, I don't know what the f- this is. Oh. And we got the fish. The fish. The fish. We don't have, fish. We don't have any mashed potatoes? Mashed, no mashed potatoes. Potatoes? What? what the hell? What? Who well, fucked up the mashed potatoes? No. Who fucked up the mashed potatoes? What's up? What's up with the pretzels? Who brought this? They forgot the f- the 
mashed potatoes and they decide to bring the f***ing pretzel. Happy Thanksgiving, you motherfuckers! Oh, 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 Teresa, take it easy. Take it easy. Teresa got in the wine a little bit early. Yeah. It is the G-Bag of the Year here from Lucius Alexander and L.A. Live. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back, recap everything, play any extras we might not need to get in, and then vote. Then we got some um, C-Note for you. The Cowboys news of the evening and the announcement, the G-Bag of the Year, that's coming up right around the corner here on The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.